Bad snap. Bobble oh, scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. Green and white, Sunday morning. How we doing today, fellas? Ryan Collins, Trent Valley, back again. Yeah, we're recording pretty early today. Uh, I you know, know, I know this. The absolute battle right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good though. It's it's kind of fun. It's fun waking up, seeing you guys. You know, you guys are you guys look about as tired as I am, but it's all good. We're excited. A lot of NFL to talk about. It's the eve of the Lions season, Hank. In your case, the Vikings season. We got a lot to talk about today. I what's it called? Me and Hank were talking about this before you joined the Zoom. I ain't, my my room sits right below the upstairs bathroom. I just hear my roommate throwing up like violently. Oh gosh, that's yeah, horrible! I thought the, you were gonna say like you hear the shower or something. No, or you no, always no. hear people flushing the toilet. You hear your roommate throwing up violently. That's great. So in the time of COVID, I was like, I hear a lot of coughing. I'm like, I, I kind of get nervous because I'm like, oh, does one of my roommates like, is he, does he have it or something like that? No, he's just yapping because he drank too much last night. So that's, <laughs> that's always good. Makes you feel like you're at home. But uh, Shout out your roommate. I hope he feels yeah. better. I, I won't ask you to call him out in the air. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to call him out, but that guy needs some water. But uh, <laughs> uh, NFL's back. I mean – so it, it feels so good that football is back. Yeah, feels incredible. I mean, watching – by the way, Thursday night was a monumental, incredible night for sports. I mean, you had, yeah, you know, the great. semifinals in the U.S. Open, and you had – You led with that? Did you really just lead with that? Well, well that was that was like the first thing. And then, <laughs> it, moved the, in, and then it moved into the NBA. You know, that was the appetizer. Oh, yeah. That was the hors d'oeuvre. I thought you were, you were literally about to be like, yeah, one of the biggest days in sports. And, <laughs> of it, and, and it's like the random guy from Canada wins the semi, like a semifinal. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. But, but you know, that was kind of like the, the, that, that primed you up for the evening. And then we got a little Lakers Rockets. I'm not sure how much of that you guys watched. But, you know, me being a LeBron fan, I had, it too, I had two TVs out in my living room. It was perfect. And then, you know, by the time 820 rolled around, the NFL season kicked off. It's I know, here. It's great. We talked about it for so long. No preseason, nothing. We just rubber rubber meets the road, and now it's it's time to roll. Chiefs Dude, are one and all. I mean, absolutely, just a fantastic night. You're completely right on Thursday, but I, I like. Was it disappointing when football they came back? Not disappointing, but underwhelming. Underwhelming. You're like, you're like okay, it's bit. just football. Like, yeah, no, and, no. And, and and we had questions how it would be. I mean, there was I think twenty five percent people in Chiefs. I think the majority of the league does not have fans. Yeah, I know. I know Lions don't have fans. It's, they're also an indoor stadium, so that made sense. But I mean, I just absolutely love football. But there's not that juice right now. I and, and it might change. It might change when the Lions play. Well, it, it will change when the Lions play. Okay, something, I mean, will, something will click for you. But as far as as far as the rest of the teams go, I kind of get what you're saying because I think like, it's I just have fans, the fact that, yeah, I, and I didn't really care that much. Well, like, I think it's just the fact that it's it's really not the most exciting thing happening right now. As crazy as that sounds, like we have the yeah, NBA you're playoffs, right. like we're about to get the conference finals in the NBA, which is usually happening in June. So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of wild, really. No, what do you think, Hank? Yeah, Hank. No, I like what you said, Trent, because I felt the same way. It's like usually the start of the NFL season is like the beginning of sports again. Yeah, it's like the yeah yeah. But like right now, we like Trent said, we have the NBA is like getting down to the nitty gritty, right? You know, so it's like you almost didn't know what game you wanted to watch at that point. But hey, I was I was here for it, man. I was hyped to watch that game. Hey, Hank, are the Vikings having fans? You know. They're not. They're playing the Packers tomorrow. No fans. So, oh, it'll be interesting. What a shame. They'll probably lose anyway. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, 
I keep saying I mean because I, I like literally just have no words to say. Just <laughs> no, like, that's that's a that's goal. A, yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, radio is one hundred and one. Just say like five sayings the whole time. I mean, you know. By the way. By the. <laughs> I say I say by the way way too much. I, it is what it is. But let's talk about the NBA. You brought it up, and you're kind of right, Tron. I didn't even think about it. Like, I think the majority of the country not the majority but there's a wide like margin in at least our demographic in age that would rather watch the nba than nfl that's not me but like there are people well, who are like that especially given the context of what's happening right now like there's there's what five teams left and in the yeah. nfl things are just getting started now in a month that's going to change when you know even if like even if the nba finals are on i don't know how the timeline is going to work out here it's going to be like week five of the nfl season ish I don't know. It's going to be like October. So then, then it might switch a little bit because we'll be kind of in the thick of the NFL season. And it's really going to be like NFL is a, like, it's, it's back back. Like division races are starting to take shape and we kind of understand like who's coming for the MVP, that kind of stuff. And then your season's really underway, but then, yeah, like the NBA finals are going to be happening. So I, it's kind of weird to forecast that because we've never had that before. and We're never going to have it again, hopefully you know, assuming next season is a little bit more normal, the timeline, but it is really weird. I will say that. Not a hot take, but it's, it's very strange. Okay, let's, let's talk about playoff picture. I mean, we're obviously recording on a Saturday, so we can get this out on Sunday. But right now as it stands, it's – I mean, the Nuggets won last night, making it a 3-2 to two series. Comeback victory, really surprising. Yeah. They, look, they look dead for – so that, I, I think the Clippers win that. I think the Lakers beat the Rockets, and it sets up for the matchup we've all been waiting for. It sucks that it's not like got fans in LA, just like same site, all of like seven names. That would be unreal. That's just like something I feel like anyone from LA or just like supports those two teams have been waiting for like their whole life. Like a little playoff series between them yeah. in the Staples Center. Like that's that's as good as it gets. But I mean. I, I think they're the two best teams in the league, and whoever uh, whoever's going to win that series is going to win the finals. And, well, absolutely. And, and, yeah, with the, with the Bucks out, too, especially. I mean, last week we kind of realized, we're like, okay, well, the Bucks are done. You know, if it gets to L.A., L.A., that's the, the winner of that series to me, like you said, is going to win it all because those are the best two teams left. And what's it? No disrespect to Boston won last night against Toronto in game seven. So they'll take on the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. I believe. Do they play on Sunday? Yeah. So they'll play Sunday Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, whenever they'll play. But I, I, I don't think it's a hot take to just say, like, you're, they're probably playing for second place right now because I just think the Heat, I, I think the Lakers. And the Clippers are just on a different echelon. Yeah, okay, okay, quick correction. Miami Heat and Boston Celtics game one is on Tuesday. They're giving them a little bit of a rest wow. because, the, the, well, the West is so far behind. Not not so far behind, but the West is going to at least take until Sunday when the Clippers – I mean, if the Clippers beat the Nuggets, which I don't know if that's a foregone conclusion, I, they, they'll win the series. But I don't know if they're going to win game six because the Nuggets are just like – they're the kind of so not right dude. now. They're on a little bit. They they come back all the time. Every game, every series. I mean, shoot, they were down three to one to the to the Jazz. Ended up coming back and taking that game. You know, so I'm impressed there with what they've been able to do. But like you said, Collins, it's like it really is L.A. and L.A. And back, I want to say it was July seventh or eighth when Kawhi Leonard chose to sign with the Clippers and said, "I want Paul George as my running mate," and LeBron. You know, beforehand, had already gotten Anthony Davis via trade. This was the series that everyone looked at, not just because it's L.A. versus L.A., but because it's Kawhi Leonard versus LeBron James. It's Anthony Davis versus Paul George. It's Doc Rivers versus Frank Vogel. You know, it's a, there's a lot on the line here for a lot of different guys, a lot of guys' legacies, things like that. And it's just going to be really entertaining. And it's kind of what NBA fans have wanted all season. Now, I was I was kind of in the boat of – I wasn't really sure if both teams were going to hold up their end of the bargain. You know, I was a little concerned because obviously there's concerns with the Lakers. There's concerns with the Clippers, consistency, and, and, and their drive sometimes. You know, we see them blowing 16-point leads in the playoffs, which in my opinion, championship teams don't do that. But this is 2020, so you never know. But 
I mean, if, if we're, if we're going to preview the whole thing, which it's definitely premature to do so with, with neither series being over between the Rockets and, and Lakers and Clippers and Nuggets, but I think the Lakers take it in about seven games. We'll get there when we get there. What do you think? Uh, I, yeah, I'm not going to, like, jump ahead. I mean, right. we already, I just jumped ahead. I'm an idiot. I, I love how I just said that. But I just think, like you said, I think the Nuggets – like they, the Nuggets are gonna be really, really good if they just like don't mess it up because Michael Porter Jr. like he's been fantastic during the bubble, and he looks like a perfect third piece for Jamal Murray and Jokic. He just needs to learn how to play defense. So I, I just think they're a year away from actually contending. But I mean, LeBron and Kawhi is like the matchup everyone's just looking for, and I'm pumped up that we're gonna get to see it. Yep, we are. We're going to see the Claw versus the King, and it's going to be, it's going to be a hotly contested battle. Now, I, want to, I want to play devil's advocate real quick. You guys okay. are taking the, the winner of that series takes the champ, which, I mean, obviously is – it's hard to argue against that, but I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to take devil's advocate here. Boston Celtics could make some noise. They're starting to click. You know what? Hey, hey we're coming back. As as a Pistons fan, I am I am very I am about as anti Boston Celtics as you can get, and a Lakers supporter. I'm a Pistons fan and a Lakers supporter right now. I probably shouldn't be saying that on the air, but it's all good. I I I was with you until that game three, and, and not not just not just the game three with OG Ananobi hitting the shot, but just the sentiment of I mean the Celtics were six and zero in the in the playoffs at that point, and I was kind of with you. I was like they look like they're gonna roll through. Because at that point, the Bucks were still kicking a little bit. Like, they still had a chance to beat the Heat only down 2-0. So, it was just kind of like, I don't know. I, I kind of liked Boston against anyone in the East. And really, you know, the way that things were looking in the West with the Lakers dropping both game ones and this, that, and the other. But then, you know, going seven with the Raptors, and I understand it's a championship team. And, you know, but they don't have their best player from their championship run. And – uh Pascal Siakam was brutal in that series. I don't know if you guys saw the numbers. I want to say he averaged around, like, averaged around like 14 points a game in the series. And that's a dude who's like an all-star, and they're, they're going to they're gonna pay him like he's their superstar. Have they paid him? Uh, I don't know. I think they paid him maybe last summer. I could be wrong. Don't, okay. don't batch at I, me on that. Yeah, I, I should check that. But whatever. I, bottom line for me is like going seven with the Raptors, I understand that's nothing to be scoffed at because the Raptors are still a really good team. But that, I think we kind of saw some concerns with the Heat, or excuse me, with the Celtics. And I think the Heat are actually going to win that series. And, you know, you know, we'll see. You know, we'll probably get more into this next week when we have a little bit of a grip on what that series looks like because it starts Tuesday. And I think we'll be three or four games deep next week. But the Heat look good, man. Like, they're, they're just rolling. And I'll tell you right now, I will take Jimmy Butler in the playoffs over anybody the Celtics have. In, in, in closing time. So, I don't know. Yeah, to play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate. Hey, yeah, you kind of like just the, – the, just... <laughs> the, the Heat might have a chance to win it all. We'll see. I don't know. It's I like that. My, my, main, my main basis here is we've seen crazier things happen this NBA season. You know, so yeah. I think uh, it's a shooter's gym. I think any, any team kind of stands a chance, which sounds funny, but it's kind of true this year, I think, yeah. you know, when, when you're playing in this weird environment. Yeah, and, and, you know, to just quick get back on the Heat subject, Tyler Hero, I mean, that's like that – Tyler Hero, the perfect example of that. He's a rookie, you know. In, in, a, in a typical playoff situation, he might not be able to rise to that, you know, the level that he's been playing at, not, not to call him out or anything because he's an exceptional shooter and a great player. But it's just you don't get that normal, like, you know, you're in the opposing gym. You know, you got to travel to Boston and deal with those fans and – Mm-hmm. in that environment in the playoffs and, and make those big threes and all that stuff, all that comes into play. Cause you know, cause you know, or, you know, with Milwaukee, if you had to travel to Milwaukee, you know, that's, it's not, not, not exactly an easy trip from Miami. So just things like that. You're right. Crazier things have happened in 2020. I hate Tyler hero. Can you elaborate? I, I don't know what it is. It might just be like how I hate the cat this Jack. The McDonald's. Okay. Well, that's incredible, by the way. I got my third one last night. Okay. No, we forgot to do what made you mad this week. I was going to remind you after NBA, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, we're, we're kind of done with NBA. Uh, 
I'll throw Tyler Hero and what made me mad. I don't know why. I just like don't like Tyler Hero. This is what made me mad this week, by the way, setting up the segment. Great podcast slash radio host right here, Ryan Collins. But Hero is very, very good, and he's been exceptional for a rookie. You're completely right, Trent. I there's something about his face I don't like. There's nothing he can do. Like I, he just has bad vibes for me. So I'm not a Tyler Hero guy. The thing that made me mad this week was the Cactus Jack at McDonald's. And I know I'm going to sound like a boomer. I know I'm going to sound like an old guy. I just don't get it. It's literally on the menu. Like, if it was a different sandwich that had different stuff on it, I I would be mad. You just aren't right about that, though. Here's the thing. How would you back? I'll I'll, I'll piggyback. What made me mad is that you didn't like the Cactus Jack. You didn't like the Travis Scott meal. Let me explain this. Hank, have you had one? No, I didn't even know that was part. I heard about the meal, but I didn't know that was part of it. So listen listen to this. Here, here, here's, here's the deal. The, this is what the Travis Scott meal is. You get a quarter pounder with cheese, ketchup, mustard, pickles, bacon, and shredded lettuce. Okay? None of that, none of that Why fake lettuce. Why do you see shredded lettuce? Do they not have shredded lettuce on everything else? No, I think they have shredded lettuce on like filet of fish and stuff, but usually it's just like a it's like a leaf, you know what I mean? It's like a leaf yeah. of lettuce. Okay. But it's shredded lettuce, which is like what you get on like a Subway uh, sandwich or, or a Jimmy John sandwich, you know. Um, yeah, it's a real game changer, Trent. It, it, no, 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 it it tastes different. It tastes better. And then you get a medium sprite, and you get a you get a medium fry with barbecue sauce for free of charge, and it's all six dollars. And the, the, the bacon. Not free of charge. It's six dollars. Well, thank you. The, thank the, you, the barbecue sauce. The bacon on the sandwich is unreal. I'm just saying. You guys yeah, have to I, try. I, I, you, you can literally just order a quarter pounder. I don't know. This sounds kind of suspect to me. Like, is it like different bacon than the other bacon they cook, or what? It's literally just a quarter pounder of bacon. It's incredible that it's getting this hoopla. It just, that's what made me mad this week. That's uh, like, okay. and the McDonald's purist in my mind. I don't know why they're not advertising that spicy nuggets are coming to McDonald's right now. Okay, I don't. Well, that, that's fair, Collins, because I had like no they're idea not getting the credit happy. they deserve. This is like this well, is like that guy in the draft who slips. Like, what are we like? What are we <laughs> talking about? We're talking about cat. Talking about a quarter pounder when the Golden Arches are bringing getting into the spicy chicken game. We're not even talking about that. That's a very fair point because as a chicken nuggets enthusiast myself. That is big news, and I had no idea that that was happening. I had no idea that was happening because of the press that the Travis Scott meal is getting. But I'll save us from a little bit of an FCC, you know, nightmare here. Go check it out if you want. If you want, go get a go get a, a Travis Don't Scott go. meal. Don't go. I hate it. I hate. It. Yeah, in principle, do it for me. Sorry, sorry, Trent. Yeah. I hate it. No, it's okay. It's all good. Trent, don't do it. In principle. Trent, I don't mean to knock you. I haven't tried it, you know, so I can't knock you. But I, I was a little suspect with the whole uh, the, the addition of the bacon and shredded cheese. I don't know. You know, you know, Hank. What's funny is I really. I'll get one on the way home today. I'll get one on the way home and. I, I McDonald's sounds so good now. I can't. We should have not talked about this because now well, I'm starving. We might have to go get some. But we might have the to stop is, recording for a little bit. But uh, halftime. Yeah, halftime. McDonald's halftime. Hank, I really think you'd side with me. You got to try it. Just, just let me know how you feel. You got a little bit of a drive right. tonight, right? Today. Yeah, I'll pick it up twice. Pick it up twice on the way through. Yeah, What's the whole okay, So, uh, we're recording early because Hank is out to go home to see his dog yeah. or something. Is that what it is? No, wait, hang on, hang on. This is what this is what my, my what made me mad. Last week we were on the green and white. I kind of like proudly professed that I'm back in East Lansing to stay and you know whatever. And literally right after we got done recording, got the phone call from my mom. Hey, we just bought a dog in Harrison, which is an hour north of Lansing. Well, you pick it up. And I was like, well, then so you, you had to pick it up and drive it all the way back to the UP? She, she said, well, you either drive it back or, or take care of it for a couple of weeks. So I thought, I'm not taking care of a dog. for. A, I mean, it's a cute puppy, but I'm not taking care of a dog for a couple of weeks. So I drove all the way back to the UP that day. Eight hours, eight and a half hours. Here you go. So, I respect it. I, I saw that on your, on your story. It was pretty funny. The, I mean, it was a pretty cute dog, dog, yeah. But it, it, it was just, it's just looking at you. It's just staring yeah, at you. It's a little it was cardboard funny. box. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. But uh, Have you so, named yeah, it? now they, they named it Luna. That's not my favorite name. Luna, what? Like, Luna was Luna not bars. my go-to. Like, <laughs> Luna, 
Uh, like Luna. Luna the Moon, I guess. I don't know. Luna. Yeah. I, you heard the name uh, Luna? Uh, I don't know. Hank, I, I would have expected, like, if it was up to Hank, I would expect it to be, like, Jagger or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I probably would have gone with that. But, yeah, they don't like any of my names, so. Anyways, I, now, I stayed for a couple days, and now I'm I'm heading back to Lansing today, so. Right, well, Lansing, that, Lansing misses you, Hank. East Lansing. Sir. I miss Lansing. I miss you back. <laughs> East, yeah, Lansing East Lansing misses you. Right. Yeah, um. What was I going to say? Luna? Yeah. What's it called? That's a terrible dog name. I'm sorry, well, your parents. No, I, it's my sister named it, so I'll tell her I'm to tune in this sister. episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell her to tune in and, you know. <laughs> that might just be hear, me, though. I kind of, what's You it can called? hear what the press is saying about it. <laughs> Either, uh, uh, I'm just not like, I'm not the crazy dog name guy. I would rather no, have just like, a human name for my dog. I love I love or a cool that. name. Like, I don't know. Just say like, Bill. Bill is no, just the name. Well, I'm not going to name it Bill. It's a, First of all, it's a girl, so I'm definitely not gonna name it Bill. But imagine well, your dog's name Stacy. Like that'd be funny. I love <laughs> Great. Come here, Stacy. That'd be funny. I know. Jeez. Okay, let's move on. Big pressing topic this week: NFL. It was bad. We kind of touched on it already on Thursday. Kind of weird moment too at the start of the game that people were booing after they didn't even protest the flag it was like it was ridiculous actually it was literally it it was the same it was the same as like having a moment of silence and someone boos like it was was so stupid anyone who booed there wouldn't you morons yeah kansas city you idiots if you if you're if you were a fan in that stadium and you booed and you're listening to this somehow you're an idiot you're toxic and you're the reason we have problems in this country it was so dis- disrespect, like so disrespectful. Yeah. It was unbelievable. But whatever, we'll move on. Um, Chiefs looked like the Chiefs. They, I feel like they underutilized Patrick Mahomes, and he still was dominant. Like he yeah. was nasty. They went thirty-four to twenty. Their offensive weapons are scary, and I don't. If you're anyone in the AFC, I would be concerned because it looks like this team is gonna unless. Something happens to Mahomes, they're going to be in the midst like the Patriots were every single year. Like, it, it, unless injuries or something occurs, they're going to be in the AFC Championship game every year. It you, it just feels like that. It it really does because and like you said, they were dominant for pretty much the whole game, but it took them a little bit to kick it into gear. But once they did, they just don't look back, man. The Chiefs are. I mean, they as much as they do throw the ball and have this crazy, you know, creative offense behind Andy Reid. They're really good with a lead. They're really good from behind, as we saw in the Super Bowl. Like, there's really no good way to beat the Chiefs. You know, we saw our Detroit Lions last year come a fourth and eight away from beating the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes takes off for a 16-yard scramble, and he just runs. Like, just when you think you've got them beat, there's another gear. So, so, so I want to ask both of you guys this question. Hank, I guess I'll kick it to you first. What do you think are the chances – that the Chiefs not only get back to the Super Bowl, but win it again. I mean, it's, it's tough to tell right now. I mean, we're, we're, we're essentially, like, almost like in a preseason stage, you know, of a typical year. But, like you said, they looked awesome. I mean, that second quarter, even, like, probably halfway through the first quarter or second quarter, they, like, just – they looked like the Super Bowl champions again. And I like the, I like the rookies are balling out for them. Which, I mean, if they start adding more pieces to an already championship-caliber team – I don't know. It's like who's gonna get in the way of that? Yeah, they just—I mean, they had like Sammy Watkins going. Like he's like their like eighth weapon, and he, they got him going. Like, and he's a legit weapon. So uh, they're gonna be tough to contain. And uh, yeah, I—I I, I think they're the best team in football right now. And oh, like, yeah. it, it, it's hard to see a team that could beat them. But this is week one, and we kind of sound like idiots saying stuff like that, but. It's we're not wrong, like I think yeah. I, I I and I don't I want your take on this Trent. This is I literally think Patrick Mahomes is the best football player I've ever watched. Oh yeah, I mean if you're just gonna talk about like talent, like like just the best player. I mean it's it's kind of like yeah, there's there's play, like Tom Brady obviously has accomplished more and he's he's done yeah, he's, more. He, he was never as good as Patrick Mahomes is now. Right, he and, and athletically. And that, that to me, you know, not to make this something it isn't, but that it, on principle is the same for me as like Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Like, I just think LeBron James is more talented 
and you might not as won you might not have won as many championships or made as many all star teams or whatever. I don't I don't care. LeBron to me is the best basketball player I've ever seen. You can How apply did you the turn same this thing. into a LeBron conversation. Well, really, no, no, no. Really it's, it's like it's like you. I'm just I'm just using the principle because people, if they hear us say that Patrick Mahomes is the best player we've ever seen when we've lived through five Tom Brady Super Bowls, would probably get a little upset. My thing, I'm just trying to clarify because I agree with you. Patrick Mahomes is the best player I've ever seen play football, bar none. And yeah. it's just because he's athletic as hell and he's smart as hell, and he can throw right and left handed. He can run with it. You know, he's a very smart player, great leader. He checks all the boxes, man. He really does. He's clutch. So, in summary, LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> That's what this segment was all about right there. You just got it. Everything else, the rest of the show, we're just coming down from the climax. <laughs> I want to ask you guys, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Look great. Good. Is he I mean, a bell cow? Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Is he? Is he? Is he the? I, mean, he, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a. I don't. Why would I know? It's one I know? game. It's one game. Right. It's one game. Yeah. I don't know. Well, look, but, I love the opinion. But knee jerk reaction. Come on, you got you got to have a take on this. Well, my knee jerk reaction is that I think any back who's who's somewhat you know healthy and and young and spry and that offense is going to look fantastic. I'm not taking anything away from from him because he did look great. Like. He, he, they were pounding the rock with him, which I didn't really expect. And then, of course, you know, he can, you know, play action. You know, he's a really good pass-catching running back, and they didn't even have to utilize that. You know, going back to Collins' point of it's an embarrassment of rich weapons over there. And, like, that dude, you're right. Like, there's another level he can get to. They can unlock in a passing offense. They didn't even have to get to. But like I said, I think it kind of goes back to, like, there's a lot of backs in the league that I think would really excel – in, in Kansas City, and I don't think that's a hot take, but when you have that kind of offense, it's that high octane, and every single play, it's a threat to throw a 90-yard bomb to Tyree Hill. Like, I think every a lot of running backs would succeed in that situation, but he did look fantastic. And if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm really fired up for that guy. Yeah, I, I, and let's – I don't know why we're, we become like a Chiefs like radio station, but, I mean, they're, they're the only game on Thursday, and there's not that – a lot of football and like a lot of sports going on right now. Yeah, cut cut us some slack. Yeah, so it sucks that there's no local sports. I'm sorry to interject on like right now. Like we have the Tigers and the Lions start this Sunday, which will be. I I I think we're actually gonna talk a little bit Lions on this. Yeah, radio show going forward. We might and we'll talk a little bit here as we go through predictions for the different divisions and stuff. Knowing Trent. You, you probably have the Lions winning the NFC North. Am, am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. I have them winning the NFC North at 16-0. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, Jody, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Get there when we get there. I mean, my God. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a bit. But ser- seriously, let's get into it. Like, Is there any team that you think is flying under the radar right now? Because when I'm looking at these – I think everyone's kind of flying under the radar because the NFL is such a weird start that it has like the least buzz I've ever felt it's had. But I I feel like the Falcons could be good this year. And Dude, I, that was that was my sleeper. You you just took it right out of my mouth. I'll go go for it. Why do you? Think I so? just I know their defense isn't great, and I know a lot of people don't really trust Matt Ryan. But Matt Ryan, you look at his – if Matt Ryan wins that Super Bowl, like, he's a Hall of Famer. Like, he has the numbers to back that up. If he wins that Super Bowl, he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know about – you can say that anymore, but I like their weapons. I think Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley have a good year this year. And I think that division is not – I think – in that division, they're being talked about the least, and I think they can make some noise. I think they could creep up on some people. Yeah, um, before you even said that, I mean, that, that, was, my, that was my sleeper too because people forget they added Todd Gurley. They still have Julio Jones, who I think when healthy is the best, you know, receiver in football. For some reason, you know, Matt Ryan gets allergic to getting him the ball in the red zone sometimes, and he just doesn't score touchdowns. Very frustrating fantasy football player to have on your roster. But that, that team is just – you know, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty solid roster on the offensive side. Like you said, Callen's defense needs a little work, but I, I trust Matt Ryan. And 
the, the, I, I think the biggest roadblock for the, for the Falcons is their division. You know, they play in a division that now has Tom Brady, that has Drew Brees, and, uh, and, and the Panthers, who aren't going to be bad. Like, the Panthers are not going to be bad. They, they, they could, you know, sneaky go like 7-9, 8-8, eight eight, who knows, with Teddy Bridgewater. But I guess to elaborate on another sleeper, this isn't really a sleeper because I think a lot of, guy, a lot of, a lot of people are giving this team kind of some love as Tom Brady's now outside of the AFC East. But I think the Bills have kind of been knocking on the door for a couple of years. They haven't been able to take that step because the Patriots win it every year. And it's a foregone conclusion. I'm not ready to say – I'm not sure if I'm ready to say the Bills win the division this year because I think the Patriots are still going to be rock solid with Cam Newton as long as he's healthy. But the Bills are solid. Like, they, they got a pretty good roster. Josh Allen is only getting better. And we'll just have to see how it all works out. But that's another team that you should at least just keep your eye on, you know, in the AFC. Yeah, Trent, that was mine. You stole the Bills from me, but – uh. I, I'm a, yeah, I'm we're, a Josh, we're pretty we're pretty interesting podcast. Pretty interesting show this morning. Just just piggyback off each other. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah we're just piggybacking off each other. It's great. No, I agree. I like Josh Allen. I like, I like his uh, I don't know where am I going to go with this? His energy, or I don't know what I'm trying to say. Josh Allen just being a big person. But, uh, um, I also like they they added <laughs> they added that's some pieces in the offseason. Stephon Diggs is I'm a fan. I that's not what I meant. I meant his uh, I don't know. Move on. I can't think of the word. I'll come back to it. We'll start <laughs> go back. But All right. I don't, I, like I said. Uh, I mean, what's the problem? Okay. We're if I start about cutting out, let me know. I think my oh, mind. sorry. Hate cut out there a little bit. Kind of yeah. interjected. My bad, Hate. But looking at the Bills, I, I know you said you're a big Josh Allen guy, but it's hard. For, like, the way he plays – he could go down like week one. Just he just he is reckless, and also I, him in a big game. I don't know. I don't know if I like that because he hasn't really proven to me that he can be an accurate passer. So I don't know. But I do think the Bills are probably the best team in that division. Also, another team to keep an eye out in that division that I think is a little bit sneaky: New York Jets. I think the New York Jets have a good year. They have a lot of talent on that roster, and it didn't translate last year. And I'm a Sam Darnold believer. You know, something interesting about the Jets is they still have Le'Veon Bell, who is, you know, one of the most skilled players in the entire league. He just gets overlooked because obviously playing for a really bad team last year. But that dude's motivated. He wants the Jets to be good. And you know what? Sam Darnold got mono last year. Like, it's, a, it's yeah, almost like a tough. joke. Like, the Jets can't catch a break, for crying out loud. Yeah, that was and, tough. And, and Collins, for all the points that we just made about the Bills, you can kind of look at the same thing for the Jets almost. You know, like the Jets, of course, they, they could come knocking too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I did, I love the Jets for some reason. It's one of those weird things I have that I've always really liked the Jets. You like and the green and white? Is that what it is? What? You like the green and white? Might be that. I think it was when they had hard knocks and Rex Ryan was the coach and it was just so good that I just lo- started to like the Jets. Sexy Rexy. Dude, your Rhett's another job. I love Rhett's Ryan. He's a pretty good analyst, too. Yeah, he's got some tapes, though. Like, he he, yeah. he, 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 he gets them off. I kind of respect it. He really yeah, hates he does, Baker he Mayfield. He doesn't just go through the motions. I know. He's not, he, he's not chipper. I'll say that. All right. Okay. Quick, quick question. Quick question. You know, we can answer this pretty quickly, but, Hank, I want your thoughts on this, too. Collins, you just said you just mentioned Baker, Baker Mayfield. How are the Browns doing this year? They're getting a lot of hype for the second year in a row. How are they good? Gonna... They have to be good this year. Okay. Do you think they win the division? Uh, no. I think they wild card. Okay. Ravens win it. Yes. Okay. I'm, no, I'm with... I, 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 I think the Ravens are going to take a step back this year. Okay, so Ravens take a step back, but still win the division. Because I, I mean, yeah. That, they were... Do you, I, I don't consider the Ravens overrated because we just kind of went who's flying under the radar. But who's your most overrated team? I think the easy answer is probably Tampa Bay. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, they're just getting all this hype, and I don't know if any of these pieces are going to work. Mike Evans is already kind of injured and banged up for them, which could be a problem. I think they're a little bit overrated. Uh, Dallas. The Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys are Super Bowl picks. I don't get it. Like, they might not even win their division. Philly is still really good. 
Yeah, but I you know what? That's not bad, Trump, because I, I, I think Dallas success the last couple of years has been predicated that they've had talent all over the field. And since they've been having to pay these big contracts out to their guys, they're starting to lose those depth guys that they've had the previous couple of years. And I think their defense and offensive line is not as good as what people remembered it to be. No, not, not, not as of a few years ago. And, you know, one more thing is they get, you know, of course, D- Dak Prescott's going to look pretty good when he plays the Washington football team and the New York Giants twice a year each. You know, that, that's four cakewalks right there. We saw last year it came down to it in a Week 17 matchup between the Cowboys or Eagles. Maybe it was Week 16. I don't know. But it's basically for the division. And the Cowboys laid an egg. Like, the Eagles came out and just flat out wanted it more. You got a very similar roster there from last year. Doug Peterson is a much better coach than Mike McCarthy. Sue me. I don't think that's a hot take. And I just don't – I'm not buying the Cowboys' hype simply because they have a very good team in their division who won the Super Bowl in the last three years. And, and in Carson Wentz, if he's healthy, is a lot better than Dak Prescott is when he's healthy. And the Cowboys have no chemistry. Like you said, Collins, there's all this – BS with paying players and contracts and all this, you know, buzz going on in the locker room. We obviously the whole Dak Prescott saga from this off season. I don't, I don't buy them. I don't think they're going to be bad, but again, I think a lot of their success, like you said, is predicated on always having players all over the field on both sides of the ball and Zeke. When Zeke plays well, the team wins. That's just how it is. Both years the Cowboys have made the playoffs with Dak Prescott. Ezekiel Elliott has been exceptional. So I don't know. I don't want to harp on it too much, but seeing that ESPN picked the Cowboys to make the Super Bowl made my blood boil. Yeah. Well, I, I think they Dallas, could be pretty good. Yeah. I, I think Dallas is one of the most overrated teams every year since, like, yeah. 1970. I mean, they're, like, America's team. The you, know, I mean, you could always say that they're the most overrated team. Um, but American team, I – well, that's, I that's don't their... believe that they're America's team. They well, I don't that. either. But that, that's I don't know why. Team. Why are they America's team? Where? How did that even start? I don't. I think that, I mean they're just so good in the '90s, and they have all the money yeah. in the world. And land they... down south, you know, it's in Texas, yeah. Texas and Dallas yeah. is a huge market. And Jerry right. Jones and all of this. Yeah, that, Jerry yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of those things funneling into the same pot. Yeah, they're like just consistently the most overrated team. But that being said, sure. I do. I actually like Dak Prescott. I do, I too. Think, I think I he's think, good. I think they could be a good team. I think they have a lot of good weapons again. Um, but they never really seem to pull through. So, I, I That division's weird to me. I actually – I'm a Daniel Jones guy, too. Like, I think Daniel Jones I am, too. Danny good. Dimes. Danny Dimes, man. Let's go. So, I, I, I think that division should be a little bit better. And I like Haskins, too. I, honestly, the league has – been, has not. I, this is probably the best the league has been with quarterbacks in a really long time. I look at most rosters. I'm like, they have someone who's competent. Like he's not a like. We don't have Josh McCown starting week right. one for like the Bucks this year. So that's like yeah, always, Josh Freeman. Yeah, shout out Josh. Oh, dude, Josh Freeman, Kansas State legend. Go Panthers! Right? No, they're the Panthers. No, they're not the Panthers. Wildcats. What? Wildcats. I, I saw the logo. I could, that was really bad right there. But basically what I was going to say just about the quarterbacks thing is you've got your mix of like old school quarterbacks who are pocket passers, like your Breeze, <clears throat> Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, those kind of guys. Had to throw in Stafford, sorry. Then you got like the new <laughs> wave of guys like Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and it's like you got two broad ends of the spectrum. And like you said, I think every team pretty much has a competent starter, at least like 28, 29 out of the 32 teams. Yeah, and I didn't really get to say my overrated team. Thinking about it right now, like putting my own self on the spot, um, I just – I think the Vikings are getting too much press. I'm sorry, Hank. Oh, boy. We're going to have to get into this one. Like, I know they got an adopto. Did I say his name right? I don't think I did. I'm sorry to him. <laughs> I probably should learn how to say that his name because he's very good at football. The Neil Hunter, I think, is out for an extended period of time. Yeah. Which, but I mean, I I, 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 God love Kirk Cousins. I love him. I don't think they have good weapons. 
And when you have Kirk Cousins, you need to surround him with good weapons. And I don't think. Well, what do you mean they don't have good weapons? Well, Diggs is gone. Diggs is gone, but you still got Thielen. You still got Dalvin Cook. He did not have a good year last year. He was injured a lot. I'll give you that. And but well, one healthy, here's my take for the day. One healthy, he is a top five talent. In the unless, unless he's being guarded by Darius Slay. That, okay. that, by the way, let me, let me say this. Hang on a second. That was Hang my on. biggest – can I just turn the clocks back? Because that was my biggest calling card of my entire radio career right now. Uh, in, that, last year when I said that, that uh, Darius Slay would hold Thielen to under, under – what did I say? Under 50 yards. And he held him to like 23 or something like that. I felt like a genius. I've never, I've never been so because Thielen was on that heater where he was literally putting up like 300 yards in like five consecutive games or something like that. Maybe it was two years ago. Was it last year or two years ago? Two years ago, he was putting up big numbers. Last year, okay. he was injured a lot, so he wasn't. Okay, it must have been two years ago then. My freshman yeah. year at MSU. That's probably it. Sorry, yeah. just had to toot my own horn a little bit. I don't remember the game you're referencing. I don't, you know. I, I, I don't doubt your, your prowess in predicting. <laughs> um, hey, you know what it comes down to? I just picked the Lions. That's all I did. Yes, yeah. And true. I had a hot take to go along with it, and my hot take came to fruition, and it was like Christmas morning. I don't know. I, I don't like the Vikings. I don't like their weapons. I think Thielen and Rudolph. And, I mean, Delvin Cook is really, really good. And oh. if they're if they're able to run the football, they'll be good, obviously. Because if you can run the football, you'll be good. That's just how football works. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the theme in the episode. I'm gonna piggyback off this. I'm gonna throw another underrated team out there. The Vikings are now one of my more underrated teams. They're not. Um, their defense is gonna be their defense is gonna be bad. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little ugly on the de- on the defensive side of the ball. But I didn't even talk about that, and I said that's why that wasn't even my reasoning. Why I don't get why you don't like their offense. I mean, I I know Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I think maybe Kirk Cousins is just a slinging around the yard. Like I like Kirk Cousins. I think he, he could. <laughs> he's maybe the most over- I think he could most overpaid it. quarterback in NFL history, but he's good. Like he's a good quarterback. I I believe in that, but he's not a guy. You have to surround him with weapons for him to, to give your team a chance to win a division. Like, it, yeah. uh, and, and they're getting the love to win a division, which I just don't see. I, I think it's the Bears and the Lions and maybe the Packers who are the three teams who could win that division. Just throw out the rest the Lions of the, Just throw out everybody else. It's on paper. The Lions are better than the Vikings on paper. Well, I, I'm not going to disagree. You're, you're preaching to the choir <laughs> over here. Hank, what do you think? I. Like the I Vikings don't, aren't good. I don't know. Why I'll take Stafford. Are... I'll definitely take Stafford. I'm taking Delvin Cook, though, and I'm taking the what Vikings offensive line. I'm taking the Vikings offensive line, and I'm taking Kyle Rudolph, and I'm taking – Kyle Rudolph is like 90. What are you talking about? Dude, the dude is like old reliable is what he is. Like, I mean him might have the same 40 time. He's becoming the new Jason Witten where he just runs very slowly, but he's good at his job. <laughs> All right, I'll t- I mean, I'll take it, man. I, I don't mean to turn this show into the the Vikings the NFC and North. analysis. I mean, why yeah, not? I but... mean, we're we're an NFC North country. <laughs> I, 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 I think one of the bigger questions is it's kind of funny, like thinking about it now. The Packers went to the NFC Championship game, and it was like a bad year. Yeah, they they weren't good. They weren't that good. And everyone's I think the reason that they win like 13 games though in a regular like they won a lot of games in regular I think, season. I think they went 13 and 3. But I think the reason a lot of a lot of fans and, and analysts are kind of writing them off, not writing them off, but just giving teams like, you know, the Lions, the Bears, the Vikings kind of a better chance to win the division this year is because they added the the Packers last year, like you said Collins, a little bit of a lucky season, like they won 13 games, they found a way, they have a really good quarterback. But they added nothing. I mean, that roster is, like, the same, if not worse, as last year because they drafted a backup quarterback in the first round and a backup running back in the second round. And it's just, like, a disaster. I don't know any big moves they made. You know, they lost Jimmy Graham, yada, 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 this, that, and the Jimmy other. Jimmy Graham's not good anymore. Well, I know, but they, they just let him walk out the door. That team has no offensive weapons outside of Devontae Adams. And, and Aaron Jones, but Aaron it's Jones, like, yeah. that's, that's not that hard. You look at the NFC defenses, especially like the really good teams, like the 49ers, it was not hard for the 49ers mopped the floor with the Packers last year 
because they have no offensive threat. I mean, it's Rodgers back there. I get it, but it's like it's not hard to pick that apart when he's got literally nobody to throw to. Well, I think last year was the first year you're like, okay, where you actually could admit to yourself, you're like, Rodgers has made a little bit of a regression. He's yeah. still really good. He's he's just taking a little bit of a dip. And I don't know if he comes back and he's him his old self. But the offense last year for them wasn't world beaters. I, their defense was a lot better than people gave them credit for. But like you said, they – I mean, Aaron Jones was a monster last year. Devontae Adams, great wide receiver for them. And – it, 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 year after year, you say, oh, who is this guy for the Packers that Rodgers is making look great? You didn't really see that last year. Like, nope. he, it, 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 it did, like the Tom Brady, the Peyton Manning, the Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Cam Newton, like the guys that, like, oh, he will just make this below average player look like a, a superstar. And you didn't really see that for the first time in a really long time for the Packers last year. So – I, I, that is one thing. Here. That is one thing I'm very curious to see is what the Packers look like because right now they have a really weird vibe because they went to the NFC North and they didn't seem happy all year. Collins, did you just throw Cam Newton in with who was that? Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I did and Drew because Brees? He, may, he when he when he's right, he makes his players around him good, like who are below par players. Not below par, but you know what I'm saying, like. He okay. brings their talent level up. All right, I just had to clarify that real quick because that was kind of a strange pairing. I thought like he, won a, he went fifteen <laughs> and one. He went fifteen and one as like, and Ted Ginn was his best receiver. Like, come on. Yeah, Calvin Benjamin was hurt that whole year, pretty much. Yeah, so know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I got what you're fair. saying now. It's a fair take, but yeah, I agree. It caught me off guard a little bit, but there's definitely some luster to what you're saying. <laughs> no, but uh, anyone got thoughts on the Packers? Or of course, I got thoughts from the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> Not, okay, I probably should have said that. We'll be here for I'm saying. Hour I don't now. really know if it's like worth everyone's time. I don't think it's worth everyone's time. But of course, I got thoughts on the Packers. I don't think they're going to be that good. Eight and eight. Packers go eight and eight this year. Okay. Should I don't know. I think picks? this. This could be a yeah. We could we could get to the picks, but real quick, so I got to go in on the Packers. This could be another one of those years where you kind of you throw the towel in for them early. You look at the team, like you said, and there's not anything that jumps off the page at you. But they just find a way. Maybe it's because they just find a way to get on top of the NFC North every year. And as a Vikings fan, it hurts me to say it. I live in Packer country, but that's the truth. You live in Michigan. How do you live in Packer country? Well, uh, the UP is Packer country. Is it? Is it all I'm Packers from Wisconsin? It's all I mean, Packer fans up here. The Wisconsin, Wisconsin just there's no Vikings take fans. The, a little bit of Lions should, fans. Should they just take the UP? Uh, I mean, I don't care. They should, but that's that's a topic for another day. Should we have one <laughs> next week? We should have Hayne giving his thoughts on why the UP should be in Wisconsin. <laughs> that yeah, actually we'll made you laugh. We'll do like a little primetime special on that. It'll be like a ten minute ten minute segment next week. But you guys want to do the picks? Yes. Perfect. All right. So I'm I'm just gonna read them right off the doc. Shout out to Trent for uh. Set up a lovely dog for us this morning. Huge. Lovely. That's yeah. a good attitude. I'm pretty yeah. sure I, I didn't double check those odds, by the way. Pretty We're, sure. Are they like ESPN sure odds? Yes. So these odds might be way off, but Trent, I respect what you did. Okay. All right. All right. No, because I would have done the same thing. I'm just giving the, giving the listeners who bet a little bit and they're like, this line is way off. Sometimes <laughs> ESPN's lines are just completely off. So don't blame us. No, okay. hang on a second. I'm I'm gonna pull a dandrin here, okay? Um, you're gonna have to split the line when when if if you got the Seahawks here are minus two point five, that means the Falcons are favored two point five, correct? No, yes. no, see, the, no. Wait, wait, the Seahawks are minus two point five. That means the Seahawks are two and a half point favorites. All right. See, I, that's my that's my one slip up for the whole NFL season. No, no, it's okay. It's it's a little ass backwards the way that the that way that that works, but that's just how it works. It's like it's opposite of what you would think. If the team yeah. has a negative number next to them, they're favored. It's like getting an MRI and getting good results back. It came back negative. It's like yeah, that office thing. It's, it's, like, it's like Kevin gets his results back. And it's like it's negative, and he goes, "We're gonna beat this, buddy." And he said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> we're so gonna funny. beat this." Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, are, are we editing some music in the back of this? No, It's just low I'm energy. Too stuck. I missed- yeah, I, I missed the I missed the hype, but anyways, here we are. Yeah. All 
All right, first game, we got Seahawks favored 2.5 over the Falcons. Hey, Are these the one o'clock games? Point, say two and a half. Say two and a half. You sound like a shark when you say two, two and a half. Okay, there you go. Seahawks two, minus two and a half. Two and a half. You uh, know what? Give me the Hawks. I like the Hawks. Even though I said all that stuff about the Falcons, Russell Wilson's still the quarterback for the Seahawks, and he's probably a top three quarterback, so. Yep, well, I do think the Falcons have a pretty good season. They got a good roster this year. I mean, the Seahawks just added Jamal Adams. They still got Russell Wilson. You know, am I breaking up? A little bit, but continue. You're fine. Okay, sorry. It sounds, it sounds weird coming out of my thing, but I'm, I'm, I got the Seahawks. Okay, I, 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 yeah. Even All though right, we just game. tooted the Falcons horn. Right. Kind of counterprodu- counterproductive by us, Trent. Yeah, a little bit. Next game, we got the two young quarterbacks, Collins likes. Jets at Bills. Bills favored six and a half. Love the Jets here. Love the Jets here. That's six and a half is a lot of points. I would sprinkle money line if you want to have a little action on the game. But I, I plus six and a half for the Jets is great odds. I'll take the Jets to cover the spread. Um, just to spite you, I'm going to go the other way. I think the Bills win big. Uh, and people realize the Jets are still not very good. But I think, I, I think you know, everything we talked about, the Jets, this is the most wishy-washy take ever. Jets could be good. I don't really know because, like, you know, their quarterback had mono last year. We don't really know what's going to happen. But all I know is there's not really a great relationship between Le'Veon Bell and Adam Gase. There's kind of some weird stuff going on. I'm just going to take the Bills. I like the Bills. Why do that's, people a, that keep... is a, that's a big line, though. Why do people keep hiring Adam Gase? I don't know. He's crazy. They like love him too. It doesn't make any sense. He's a Michigan State guy though. Shout out for Green. But okay, let's move on. Next game. All right, next game. We got Skull Vikes. Got Packers at the Vikings. Vikings favor two and a half at home. What do you got? Ooh. Ugh. Know what? Packers. Packers just own this division. And whenever they're an underdog when they're not playing the Lions, I, I got faith in the Packers as a better, so I'll take the Packers' money line, honestly. You know what? This is a pretty – this is almost a pick em. It's a really only – it's a three-point line. Um, I'm – I think the I think the Vikings finished better than the Packers this year, but I think the Packers win week one just because I, I have just no reason – Yeah, I have no reason not to pick them. Plus, I don't, I don't think Kirk Cousins is a very good opening week. I think he figures it out week two. Week one, kind of getting the kinks out of the armor a little bit. Analogy. <laughs> Dolphins at Patriots with Cam Newton at the helm. Patriots favored six and a half. Ugh. Ugh. It's a big line for Cam Newton's first game. And I kind of like the Dolphins roster is like kind of like not terrible. Like not like. Uh, uh, I think it's. I think it's a little bit of fool's gold. They played really hard towards the end of last year because, you know, their their coach had them playing hard. You know, I get that. Uh, Brian Flores, that's his name, correct? Yes, great yeah, coach. He, he's, he's a really good coach. And I think he had them playing hard. I think it's a little bit of trickery there. I don't think they have a whole lot of players who are, who are rock solid. And, again, I, I, we've talked about the Patriots on the show. I think the Patriots are actually going to be good this year. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to fall off much from last year. So I'm going to, I'm going to take them to cover this line. I like the dolphins to cover six and a half. I think that's too many points for a guy, for a team that struggled with the dolphins and always struggles with the dolphins. It seems like every single that's year. True. That's true. Hey, are you, are you alive over there? Let's go. Let's do the move. Eagles favored five and a half for the, you not hear oh. me? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Or what? Yeah, yeah, oh. No, you're good. Here we go. Okay, you hear me. Internet's bad, man. All right, Zoom, let's go. Uh, uh, next on. game, we got NFC. Eagles favored five and a half for the debut game of the Washington football team. Who you got? I mean, I think the Eagles might win by like three touchdowns. I don't get this line at all. Yeah. I thought it would be more at like seven, seven and a half, maybe eight. I, I, I think Washington gets the doors blown off them. Even though, like, I, I like Haskins and I like some of the pieces they have around him right now, I think the Eagles are legit good. Like, And I, I just said Washington's a bottom feeder. Not a bottom feeder, but just one of the worst teams in NFL. Not even yep. like, like, I don't know. 
I don't have much to spice that up with. I think this is probably the easiest pick yet. I'm going to say, yeah, Eagles easy. I, I mean, I guess this line will probably be up to seven by, like, kickoff. So, uh, well, I mean, we'll see. But, like, that's a little bit of a sucker line there, if you're asking me. Collins, I just want to shout it out. You're writing in the wrong line there. For, on the I know. I, I, I can you see You got that. it? All right. All right. So, yes. I'll clarify that real quick. All right, next game, we got Raiders favored three over the Panthers. Noah, I, I, I don't like the Panthers. Uh, and I like Matt Rule. Baylor football, like the last couple of years, the torture job he did was fantastic. I don't like the uh, – I just – Christian McCaffrey gets way too many touches. I don't know how they're going to do that this year with new coaching staff. And I like Teddy Bridgewater – but I don't think he's a guy who necessarily takes your team over the top. And I think Derek Carr might be like the most hated on like NFL quarterback in the NFL for no reason. Like he's good. Like I, I, not good, but you know what? Like he's fine. People are like, Oh, Derek Carr got to get rid of that guy. I, I, I mean, he might be overpaid, but I think Derek Carr's good. I like their weapons around him this year. John Gruden's second year, third year of the John Gruden or second year. Third, Third, I believe. Third. Third year. I, I, I like the Raiders. Uh, I like the Panthers. I think Christian McCaffrey is the best offensive player in football outside of quarterbacks. And I just – I don't really understand the line. I don't understand the love fest with the Raiders. Um, like I, I said, Panthers – Panthers are going to be – Panthers are going to be a dark horse this year. It's just – they're playing a really tough division. So, I'm, I like the Panthers in this one. Give me Teddy Two Glove to cover three points. Yeah, Teddy White Gloves. I love the white gloves. It's awesome that he wears those. Next game, we got Colts favored seven and a half traveling to Jacksonville. That was awesome. Trent, that, I mean, that's, that's what you dream of when you cut out. You get the little slow-mo of Hank St. Jacksonville. Yeah, that, that was, was fantastic. Great. It was glorious. Uh, I, so, Jacksonville's like in full-on tank mode. Like they're it's pretty cut it out again. Oh, there it is. Is that what happened? Yeah, you're fine. Don't worry. But the, I mean, this is the problem of doing the show on Zoom. It, it's just we're yeah, battling. Right. We're battling every five minutes to get the connection, but we're fine. I, I mean, I think Hank might be in a Taco Bell parking lot with this type of Wi-Fi right now. But <laughs> uh, what's it called? Jacksonville and Colts. Colts. Lane seven and a half. Uh, that's a lot of points in NFL, but I do think the Jacksonville Jaguars are like straight up tanking, so I'll take the Colts. Yep, Jaguars have their sights set on Trevor Lawrence, and I don't think the Colts are going to be good at all. I'm actually not buying the hype. I think Phillip Rivers is very washed up, and I don't like the moves the Colts made, but I think, like you said, Jaguars stink. I'm going to pick the Colts to cover the line. All right, we're going to give it a go here. Browns. Traveling to the Ravens, favored seven and a half. The Ravens are favored seven and a half. I'm a sucker, so guess what? Guess what I'm taking? The Browns. Seven and a half is a lot, and I – It is. I'm pretty sure – didn't the Browns beat, like, the Ravens at Baltimore last year? Yep. So, I mean – Early. It was early. The Browns. Season. Yeah, I, I like the Browns, too. The Browns have too much talent to lose by lose by two scores. So, I'm, I'm going to say I, I don't know. The, the, the Ravens are very good, obviously. Great season last year, Lamar Jackson MVP. Brown's got some talent, so I'll take them. To cover, not to win, but to cover, yes. All right, next game, Chargers travel to the Bengals. Joe Burrow's first game. Yeah. Chargers, Chargers favored three. Yeah, Chargers lane three is interesting to me. I, I, I think the Chargers could win this game by, like, 30. Like they, I, I, I know Tyrod's starting, and he's not necessarily like a guy who nec- like can light it up. But I love Joe Burrow. Their offensive line is still horrible, and he's a, it's gonna be hard for him to start this year and be productive right away because he just doesn't have a good offensive line, and the edge rush and the talent on the Chargers defense, I think, could get ugly. So give me the Chargers. I think they win by a lot, actually. All right. Uh, just to spice things up, I'm going to take the Bengals. Just, just why not? Someone's got to pick them. Joe Burrow's going to – it's going to at least be fun to watch. Interesting. Uh, so I'll, I'll take the Bengals to cover because I don't think the Chargers are that good. 
You don't like the Chargers? I Ever since they changed their jerseys, I'm back in on them. Yeah, the last year I thought they were actually going to be solid, and they, they stunk. I had Eckler on my fantasy team, so I was kind of like in on the Chargers. No good. Yeah, that's fair. All right, and the matchup of the – I don't even know what I'm going with this. Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Buccaneers at the Saints. Saints are you trying to say matchup of the week? I don't – well, it might – is it the matchup of the week? Probably. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Well, that's Anyways. not the Sunday night game, so I, I know what you're saying. Bucks at Saints, probably most highly anticipated game people are trying to watch. Tom that's Brady's what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> he's wearing another uniform. That Tom Brady's wearing another uniform, but uh, – I like the ugh, I like the Saints at minus three and a half. They don't they don't lose yeah. at home. I know there's no fans there, but they just don't lose in the dome. Yep, I do too. I like the Saints to win this. I, I I've spoken my piece on the Buccaneers. Don't think they're going to be great. I think they're going to be a good team. Um, I'll take the Saints to cover. I think the Saints are the Saints are kind of my pick to come out of the NFC. I think for the Super Bowl. We'll get to that later. Next yeah. show. Give me the Saints. I think the Bucks win in 2014 though. Okay. <laughs> All right, next game we got Cardinals at the 49ers. 49ers favored by seven. Uh, 49ers, if they're able to establish the run, they're hard to beat. But seven's a lot of points for a team in the 49ers who doesn't really light it up offensively. And I think the Cardinals could be explosive this year on the offensive side of the football. I like the Cardinals to cover seven. Seven's a big number for this team. You're right. Seven is big, and uh, the 49ers don't exactly light it up on offense, but I think they might score two defensive touchdowns in this game because Kyler Murray just throws up just, I, I don't know, meatballs up into the air. Granted, the Cardinals, the Cardinals added New Hopkins, and I think that's a big, that's a big addition. But uh, seven, seven's a lot of points. Uh, yeah, Cardinals. Cardinals cover. But I think the, I think the, the, the 49ers win it. Sunday night game, Cowboys favored two and a half, traveling to L.A. to play the Rams. First game in the new stadium. I feel like they do the Sunday night football game at the new stadium every single time there's a new stadium in football. I, I can't get a feel for the Rams. I really can't because they have all these big contracts. They have all these really talented players, but they kind of stunk last year. And – and, they didn't stint, but no, you know, like they weren't good. Like Jared Goff was really underwhelming. I mean, Aaron Donaldson do what Aaron Donald does. He's probably the best defensive player in our lifetime. But I kind of like Dallas, uh, and I, I, I like any team that's a home dog. And even though there's no fans in the stand, but I kind, I still like Dallas. I think Dallas is the better team. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I know I spent a few minutes kind of bashing the Cowboys earlier, but I do think the Rams are a little overrated at this point. You know, I don't think Jared Goff is as great as his contract is. Well, I know he's not as great as his contract is. Aaron Donald's very good. So is the Cowboys' offensive line. I just think the Cowboys have enough to get it done. Uh, so I'll, I'll pick them to cover and win by a field goal. All right, uh, next game here we got Trent saved the best for last. We got Bears at Lions. Lions favor two and a half. Down the field. Listen, Kenny Galladay being I, I love that. I, we might have to play that like coming every up. Every time the Lions shows. win. Yeah, every time the Lions win, we'll open the show with that on Sundays. We should. But, but look, I, I think you know this is a this is a tough one. It's actually okay. It's not tough for me. It's very easy for me. I think the Lions win by. I think what did I say, Collins? About twenty-four to thirteen. I think Jeez. that's that's what I've got. Is this where, is Galladay playing? He's out. They're saying, right? He's doubtful, so probably that ain't not. good. And who knows? By the time people listen to this, maybe if he's a game time decision, we won't even know yet. But look, dude, the Bears aren't good on offense. They're just not. That's the fact of the matter. I think the Lions have made a lot of moves this offseason to make their defense better. You want to check that out? Go listen to the Motown Rundown if you want. Here on Impact 89 FM, we previewed the entire Lions season, broke down all the defensive moves. I just think the Lions' defense is going to be better this year. Bears' defense is really good. What it's going to come down to is the Lions have the better quarterback in Matthew Stafford. They have the better receiver. You know, even if Kenny Galladay doesn't play, Marvin Jones is still exceptional. And I think the Lions just find a way to get it done at home without fans to start the season 1-0. Lions. I said on the Motown rundown, I took the Bears. And I'm going to take the Bears again here because I'm a man of my word. 
but I would be lying to you if I didn't think that the Lions are going to win this Sunday. I would be lying because I do think they are. But at the same uh, – in the back of my mind, I have this weird thing about the Bears this year. I think the Bears could be very, very good. Is well, that just me? No, their defense is phenomenal. And, and like That's you said – That's what I'm saying. Like they, I, they weren't healthy I see, last year. I could see them easily going 11-5 and five this year because I, I – Trubisky can't be worse than he was last year. He just can't be. He might be. He could be, but I, I don't think he will be. He might be. Hank, what do you think? Final thoughts? Uh, I'm not taking – oh, my gosh. This is hard for me. Give me the Bears to cover, dude. I'm sorry. I, I like the Lions, but they just – I don't know. I just have a hard time betting on the Lions. I like the Lions, but they just – That's more logic, Hank. <laughs> and by the way, Trent, you forgot the Monday games, Monday night games. So yeah, there's two mo- the two Monday night games. I mean, yeah. Do we even need to do that? We don't need what, to do what, those. Oh, I did forget those. Shoot. I don't have the lines. I don't have the lines. Uh, we the don't games. need it. We don't need to do the weird like seven o'clock, ten o'clock Monday night games that happen every year. <laughs> yeah. So they're not yeah, even. Good. I don't know why they schedule these games. By the way, but I think the Broncos play the second, the late Monday night game every single yeah. year. Yeah, so every single year. Steelers, Giants, Titans, Broncos. If you're tuning into that, I'll probably not be. But I'm interested to see what the Steelers look like with Ben Roethlisberger because I think it's gonna be one of those things where you you'll know week one you'll be like, oh, he's washed. Like <laughs> that could be the case. But Steelers yeah. and Broncos are my picks there. Steelers and Broncos. I don't care what the line is. Okay, I'll put it down on the board for you. But another good episode of the Green and White Report. Not making any promises about the studio because since people have came to East Lansing campus, cases have gone up. So I, I, I don't know necessarily if we're ever going to get back in the studio. But, hey, we're making the most of it. We're having fun. Hank, be safe on your way back to East Lansing. Don't go to McDonald's to get a cactus chat. Go get spicy nuggets or regular nuggets if you want to. But you should if you're going to do that, if you're going to McDonald's. For everyone, have a great Sunday. Enjoy the football. Enjoy Red Zone. Enjoy Scott Hansen. Just enjoy that. Enjoy the the clock. It's great that we have this. Appreciate football. That's all I got to say to all the listeners, maybe the 10 and my mom who are listening to the show right now. Just appreciate football. But for Ryan Collins, Trent Bailey, Henry Menegos, thank you for listening to Green White Report. We'll be back next week. And check us out on all our social channels on Twitter, Instagram. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That Those will go up on Monday mornings. So take a listen to that if you can't listen live. And thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. You have been listening to The Green and White Report on WDBM. For all your sports news and notes, go to impact89fm.org sports.